Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, that's not what I was thinking, Alpha. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, I guess that's all we have. Sure. Aliens. Battleborgs, the show with aliens who have battleborgs. That's it. That's the show. Um, <laughs> I'm Lexi, and uh, joining me, we've got Mike. Hey, Emily, remember to clap this time. Shut, shut up. <laughs> um, so, as Mike mentioned, we have Emily. Hi, it's me. forgot to clap. I clapped the second time. It's been a while since I've podcast, okay? <laughs> like, I, I can't be on this show as much as I used to, and... We haven't figured out, like, Hiffle yet. Like, it's... I haven't recorded in a long time. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, and we caught it right away, so it's not like we lost a bunch of audio or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, why are you shaving of forgetting, me so hard? <laughs> speaking, speaking of forgetting things, I feel like there's somebody else on this podcast. Nope, I'm not nope, quite sure just, who. uh, just you... Sorry, Lex, you're gonna be the, the third wheel for me and Emily spending some quality time together. So, it's just me, Mwah. a ghost, who's dead, I guess. Mwah. I live in the I live in the morphing grid. Wait, wait, hold on. I think I I think there's something else on this line. Um, <laughs> Does that play? Guys, I'm, guys, I'm pretty. I, I hope not, because like I'm... it sounds like a total dorko. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty spooked right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, Zach is also here. Hey, um, I, hey, hi. I've <sighs> I've crossed over from another dimension to podcast about Power Rangers. So, af- <laughs> so after the string of episodes where Zach couldn't be here, he's actually been consistently a part of the show. I don't know why we keep going back to jokes about him not being a part of this I don't anymore. Know. You're, do- you're the person doing it. It's your choice. <laughs> yeah, Lexi, Lex, you're I like, mean, yeah, you I'm did using- the thing, and then like, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's every time I start recording this podcast. Is why are that's we true. doing this? Yeah, that's true. Yes. Also, by the way, when I die... My ghost will come back to record this podcast. Like, it, well, it, this yeah, will be my unfinished business until we finish, at which point my ghost can depart the mortal coil. Well, I guess I'll be. Anyway, point is ghost podcasting. It's going to happen. I mean, unfortunately for you, Power Rangers will never end. Since Hasbro bought it, it is now officially going to last forever. Yeah, but... Listen, listen, eventually the Earth will kill us all off, right, and then yeah. Zach's restless spirit will finally see some peace. Yeah, exactly. Unless, unless like, all civilization collapses before we can finish, 
In which case, I'll have a ghost that's just, like, trying to talk into a microphone, but it's not attached to anything forever. It turns out that Heaven, the only show they have on is Power Rangers. Yay! And, 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 and they're, they're really in need for a podcast up there about it. Oh, so. that's great. Mm-hmm. Also, Wait, was, sorry, are you implying po- Heaven has podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, it's Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, I've seen The Good Place. You can get whatever the fuck you want up there, so... That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe, but podcasts are the devil's handiwork. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I guarantee you, I guarantee you The Bad Place is full of podcasts. It's, but, but all the, but all the podca- podcasts are just 95% ad reads. Like, there's... Well, I mean, Adam, I mean, Adam Scott is in the bad, is, like, running The Bad Place. You, that dude knows some podcasts. That's true. That's definitely factual so um i i think i think we talk about a, a, a tv show in this place but i don't think it's the good place no we no, talk we about don't talk about a good place we talk aliens about Bro. with battle yeah, yeah no the good place is a good television show so that doesn't definitely doesn't fit <laughs> what we're what we're doing here <laughs> uh simon keeps telling me this will turn into a good show next season so i guess we'll At find this out point, i'm very skeptical okay listen i've been watching zio and it's a pretty serviceable television show. Yeah, like that's it what feels I hear. like a TV show. Yeah, I, I've also been watching ahead, and I will say I'm real excited to get to the fourth episode of Zio. It is some, it's just mwah, Chef's Kiss, primo Rocky being a doofus. It's really good. That's exciting. As far as I'm concerned, anything made after the episode that we're covering right now doesn't exist. So uh, <laughs> I think you guys are all liars. Okay, well, fair enough. Rude. So. So, um, well, go ahead, Lexi. It's your show. I, I apologize. I don't know what I was thinking. Are you sure? Is yeah. it? Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to question that. No, it's... Go ahead. It's, your, it's your show for four more episodes. Wait, <laughs> why? What's, what's happening in four episodes? Uh, nothing. It'll continue forever. Anyway, go ahead, Lexi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, now is our news segment, which, um, again, in lieu of news, because we really don't have time for news and anything else, um, I'd like to continue on with our um, actor spotlight stuff to uh, talk about what the what the kids who played the uh, child versions of the Rangers yeah. uh, are up to. I mean, and where we're not, came we're not from doing and... news? We're not going to do news uh, today. I specifically prepared Ranger news. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> well, sorry. Unfortunately, we've got other duties to attend to. We'll get back to news. We'll, we'll have news. Um, so, yeah, I, I went ahead and looked up all the uh, the child actors for the Young Rangers. Um, as you may sort of suspect, there's probably not a ton for most of them. Um, but I wanted to give them at least a little bit of, of due that they're owed. Yeah, that's interesting. Spotlight. Cody Slatten plays Young Bulk, and uh, Ross J. Samya plays Young Skull. And this is I like the- how those are the two you started with. Well, that's because this is the literally the only thing either of them has ever done in terms of show business. They they nothing else. No like one episode on another. Uh, sh- like guest on another show that that's pretty much it also so, also young bulk is my uh, favorite western mm-hmm. the thing about them is they're actually pretty good at like replicating the other 
uh, like the adult actors' mannerisms. Yeah, so it's... like yeah, like we've oh, excuse me, uh, we've uh, talked about this on the show before, uh, but like Bulk and Skull are probably the two most well realized and well acted characters on the show, and their kid actors do a good job with them, which kind of by default makes them some of the most well realized and well acted characters yeah. on the show. Um, so the, uh, Justin Timsit plays young Billy. Uh, his only other credit is as the singing voice of a Hebrew child in the Prince of Egypt. God. <laughs> That's a pretty big movie. I'll yeah. say that. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, uh, he was only on for like two episodes anyway. Uh, then we've got. Yeah, fuck uh, him. <laughs> <It's not two laughs> we have uh, Cicely Johnson uh, who plays young Aisha um, and she she actually was on um, a TV show called One on One which ran from 2001 to 2005 uh, I don't know anything about it I couldn't find like any information on it uh, it, I, it was on UPN. It, again? it was on. It's called One on One. It was a sitcom on UPN. Oh boy! She, she was in. It, it ran for five seasons, and she was in every episode. So there you go. She's. Hey, she, you know what? I'm I'm glad because so far she's been my favorite of the kid actors. Yeah. So there you go. That's definitely something. Um, she probably still gets residuals for that. So great job. Uh, I, I mean, listen. I would love to know more, folks. If if anyone's here's here's like a a fan of the show, like write in. Let us know. Maybe there's an episode, like a standout episode, we should maybe cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Julia Jordan played young Cat. Uh, she was pr- before this on an episode of Ghost Rider. That yeah, she was. Uh, and then after this, she was in one episode of a TV series called "The Bold and the Beautiful," which I've never heard of. So there you go. That was a soap opera. Seriously, I think, I a, think it yeah, actually a, came up before. Oh, did yeah, it? A, okay, yeah, that's a, not a like uncommonly known soap opera either. Like that's one of the ones people yeah, know. Yeah, I think about. I think we specifically mentioned when we were doing the um, the spotlights on the uh, Aquitian Rangers. One of those was also on the Bold and the Beautiful. Fair enough. Um, um, I've actually seen some clips of her and other stuff because I had to find out what her normal speaking voice sounded like. Not that, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's nothing <laughs> like this show. Yeah. Um, Michael Olasky II, uh, plays young Rocky, which, first Wait, of all, I'm gonna go... what's funny about that? Well, given that his name is Olasky, his last name is Olasky, he's probably not Hispanic, which Rocky is supposed to be, so... I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's not. Because <laughs> that's about as Irish as a last name can get. So that's the yeah, reason no, like, I, I mean, judgments based on names aside, like, <laughs> I, I looked him up. He's not. Yeah, so that's kind of a bummer. Um, he was in uh, the Three Noon, Three Ninjas High Moon, Noon at Mega Mountain, which I think is the third one. Yeah, I think that's okay. the third one. Which they they recast That's all the, the Hulk ninjas. Hogan in it, I think. Yes, it does have Hulk Hogan in it as the bad guy. Wait, was he one of the ninjas? He no, was. He's co- a, he's yes. a bad guy. Do you, I assume you mean this kid and not oh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, the kid. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Hulk mm. Hogan was not one of the three ninjas. Uh, 
Imagine he's like Tum Tum. No, he played he played Colt in that one. Okay, uh, which actor so, okay. was that? Colt. Oh, this is a uh, young Rocky, Michael young Rocky, Olasky. Okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, and that's pretty much that. So then we have two left, uh, which are the ones that actually have the most. So first of all, Matthew Sakamoto um, plays young Adam. And though he didn't act anymore after that, uh, he is now a assistant editor and uh, colorist on a bunch of different TV shows. Uh, he, cool. Which I'm not actually sure what a colorist does, but um, I'd have to look it up at some point. I know what it does in comic books. Yeah, I, I know, know that one. But he worked show. on like 70 episodes of The X Factor. Uh, he did... Um, Almost all of um, Adam Ruins Everything, which is very funny because he played young Adam. Uh, and like a, a couple other TV shows that I have not heard of. But the colors um, might be like color correction and editing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, But he continues to work like he has a ton of credits on his uh, on his page. Oh, so it awesome. sounds like that's that's what he does. There you go. I think that's pretty cool. So then the last one is Michael Argato, who plays uh, young Tommy. Um, and he hasn't done much else uh, in terms of um, TV shows. But uh, if you click on his bio on IMDb, uh, he or one of his bandmates has just gone ahead and uh, typed in the entire history of his Christian rock band, Sanctified, into his IMDb bio. Which you will now be reading. <laughs> which I will or won't. Will, wait, I who, assume. Okay. Wait, wait, which child actor is this? His name is Michael R. Gatto, played Young Tommy. He played uh, Young Tommy, and, and he's in a Christian white, white rock band? I didn't yeah. say he was in a Christian white rock band, but I, I assume it is. So white is, rep- is implied by <laughs> yeah. Christian rock yeah, band. I mean, that's not true. There, there probably is, like, <laughs> multi- I, I, anyways. Boy, this is getting band, messy. Um. The Christian rock band, it's, it's kind of funny because, like, isn't, like, like uh, Jason David Frank, like, really Christian? Yes, he is. Yeah, he did Jesus Didn't Tap. Zach, can you can you link the uh, the site with the description? Sure. Uh, but, yeah, I will, I will give you a quick... Uh, Quick flavor here. Um, after being a ranger, Michael went on to finish school, received his teaching credential, and now resides in the Los Angeles area where he teaches high school and has his own band, Sanctified. And then there's eight paragraphs about Sanctified. Sanctified's journey began in 2000 when four guys from Glendora, California, came together to compete in a high school talent show. Though it was their first time ever singing... Daryl, Nation, Gabe, and Michael attempted the tremendously challenging style of acapella music. They were easily defeated. Then the group spent the next three years working hard to improve their harmonizing abilities. Even as the group made great, yeah, even as the group. Wait, they're an acapella group? Well, so hold on, because buckle your seatbelts. Even as the group made great strides toward their singing potential, their success went unnoticed. Uh, over the next few years, Sanctified developed a fan following, performing several live shows. And in November 2003, they won first place in the McDonald's Gospel Fest competition. Did y'all know that McDonald's has a Gospel Fest competition? I didn't. Fuck no. I did not, but, um, (laughs) honestly, it doesn't surprise me. Um... 
They delivered a per- flawless performance in front of 4,000 attendees at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles and were recognized on Fox 11 News. Of course they were. Uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. They-, they also performed the national anthem in front of a crowd of 18,000 at the Staples Center. Okay, so here's where they, I guess, decided, you know, we should probably actually learn instruments. It became a rock group. Yep. Um, but, like, I want to skip ahead to some of the bands they've performed with. Yeah, uh, they actually list, yep. we have played with. And I'm, I'm actually going to read this out of the order yes, listed here because I want to leave the best for last. <laughs> Did they play with Creed? No, listen. listen. <laughs> They've played with Brandy Carlisle, something like Silas, National Product, and Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah, I don't understand what? how that happened. What? <laughs> <laughs> they they have performed with Power Man Five Thousand. This That's is what it's so like when good. worlds collide. Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> yeah, damn it. I love it. <laughs> this is what it likes. What it's like when worlds collide. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's happening so, like right now. So there you go. Uh, that's interesting. So keep that in mind, I guess, when you see young Tommy, that eventually he will perform with Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah, I just I think it's really interesting that it's kind of a funny coincidence that like Jason David Frank, who's who's a very devout Christian, his young actor is in a Christian rock band. I also I want to say real quick that I tried to find any of their stuff on YouTube and was unable to. Partially, I have been furiously Googling to get any information about this band, and there is none. Sanctified is a really generic name for this band, especially a Christian rock band. If if any listener can find any information about Sanctified or, like, their Spotify playlist or something, please do. us up. (laughs) Because I remember, because what's funny about that is Adam's actor is in, Johnny Young Bosch is in a band called Shinedown, and that I was able to find. But, yeah, I couldn't find anything about this. I mean, so, you know, Johnny Bosch is, like, a pretty prolific voice actor. So going to understand where yeah, you can find well, stuff that, from him. That, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, um, so yeah. So, let's... I, I just want to read the final paragraph of this. Okay. Today, Sanctified continues to woo crowds with their catchy sound. Their songs range from soft, epic ballads to fast-paced rock rhythms. With bursting energy and entertaining stage presence, Sanctified always leaves the stage with fans screaming, Encore! That was written by a robot, right? Like, there's no oh my way. God. <laughs> like, that oh, is no, that was the like... most generic, like, two sentences imaginable. That was, like, no, because Alpha is a PR robot, and he writes better copy than that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's true. Alpha has an advanced AI that allows him to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, was, it was a template. Someone, like, did a fucking Mad Libs. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, no, I I would not at all be surprised if they copied that off some other bands. Like, fast, fast paced rock rhythms yeah. and yeah. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the live crowds I've been with, but encore is just like a thing that crowds do like always. Even yeah, I don't. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you want to get the most music for your money. That, yeah, that, that's <laughs> like I don't know that I've ever unless you get booed off the stage. Usually, people are gonna want encore because like. That that's a weird qualifier because like I paid to see you, so it would be really odd if I did not want to see additional music from you. <laughs> it's like, like it's like we've got one more. Uh, no thanks, actually we're good. Yeah, that was all I needed. Uh, I gotta go home. I'll see you later. The only time that's ever happened to me is when my parents took me to go see Bruce Springsteen because that dude literally performs for like three hours, and it was just like okay. 
we have to go. This is too much. <laughs> I, I just like the idea of an entire crowd being like, like, like the, the bands like expecting them to say encore, and they're just kind of like checking their watches, like shuffling around. <laughs> okay, I guess one more, but not two, just one. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. That is the your your uh, young ranger cast. I, cool. cool, I did. All right. Thank you, junior correspondent Zach. <laughs> Wait, because I'm I'm junior, or because I re- I corresponded about juniors. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> you know what's funny to think about too is that like these these kids in this in these episodes like I was a kid when I watched these. So those guys are probably older than me, even. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. A good no, I mean point. born mid eighties. It looks like for most of them. Yeah, yeah. and I was eighty eight. Uh, so eighty three. So they're old, significantly older than me. Some of them. There you that's go. So weird. <laughs> I mean, think about this. There's media where that we could watch with, like, where the people were watching are kids, and now they're dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You can't do that. <laughs> like, I just I just blew out the microphone. I'm sorry, Eric. Apologies. I didn't expect that. Eric's going to have a lot to clean up this <laughs> yeah, week. It's okay. a mess. <laughs> Speaking of a lot to clean up, you guys want to talk about uh, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers Season 1, Episode well, 7, I, actually, Along Came a Spider? I would like to talk about the Kaka Ranger episode first. Emily's Kaku Ranger Corner. What Kaku Ranger episode was this? Um, I don't remember the title of the episode. I think it was um the trap from hell or something like that. That's But like right. essentially what the episode's about is it starts off with a couple driving into a tunnel and then being attacked by a giant spider monster that like rips it is through their episode lid. nineteen, the hellish trap in darkness with two exclamation go. points. Yeah. That's the night. That's the title, and yeah, like it's a pretty brutal scene. In fact, where it's like ripping through like the roof of their vehicle, and they're like screaming. And this little kid sees it and goes back to tell the Kaka Rangers about it. But when the Kaka Rangers get there, all that's driving away is like this car carrying the fucked up car in the back, like a mechanic's car. And they follow the mechanic, and the mechanic turns out to be this like spider yokai that um captures one of the rangers and the kid that helps them find him. And Suchigumo. Suchigumo. Yeah, that's right. It's a yokai <laughs> that that um is like said to be in mountains and it preys on travelers who go in the caves. So it's kind of like the modern version of that is like a tunnel with cars. Okay, fair and, enough. Um, yeah, so he like he kind of does the same thing in this. Like they actually use a, a lot of shots from the Captain Ranger episode in this, and they do a pretty good job of like blending it together with their own set, which I thought was pretty impressive actually yeah we'll talk about it when we get there but there is a shot where it's like wait who the fuck are all these people that it has captured yeah yeah that doesn't yeah that yeah (laughs) so so and and uh, young noble starts to work with the the yokai because he and and it's just 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 came off the episode with the with the kid yokai that the the 60 foot bulk's based off of oh yeah so they're still they're they're still pissed off about them about Young Noble Jr. like murdering this child, and they really want to go for it, but um, the Red Ranger, Sasuke's like, this is probably a trap, guys, but they're like, fuck you, Sasuke, and they go in anyways, and then they get trapped, and Sasuke has to, like, um, ends up fighting Young Noble Jr. on his own while the others try to escape from the spider thing. And it's, yeah, it's a pretty good episode. It's pretty cool. And there's not much to say about it, really, except that, like, 
it's it's a lot more brutal than this episode. Oh yeah, with the, with and, the, and the car attack scene, and also least... they sp- they explicitly say that the spider guy wanted to make human sausages out of the people. Yeah, but and... luck- luckily none of them die, and they save them in the end. Well, I'm glad they didn't make human sausages, but yeah, at least that explains <laughs> like why there are just all these people in the in the fucking. Uh, yeah, like there's a bunch of people up. hanging in like yeah. uh, cocoons. I'm I'm actually interested to watch again because I, I didn't remember seeing those people in the background when I watched the Power Rangers episode. But it'd be really hard hard to shoot around that because there's a oh, lot yeah, of shots. They're on there. It. <laughs> I mean, okay. so here's the thing on on this and affiliated shows, we are notoriously bad at noticing very obvious details oh, yeah. in scenes. <laughs> yeah, like when this we would be the, the first time we've child. missed. Yeah, <laughs> we've missed people in a shot. So it's good though. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, so that's all I have to really say. But yeah, it's good. And um, yeah. Okay, right, we can talk cool. about the episode. All right. So now let's talk about Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers season one, episode seven. Along came a spider. Okay. Um. So that was a necessary okay, Zach. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad I have Zach's approval for I'm us help- to do this. Like, I'd, I'd hate to go ahead with this without him being on board. I'm helping. Yeah, so we open up on some science bullshit. Like, like a lot of episodes. more bullshit than usual, in fact. I will say that this is not immediately identifiable as like a super soaker or some of the other bullshit that they've had. I thought it was a Ghostbusters trap. <laughs> oh, this looks like something they pulled off a Star Trek set. Yeah, it at least looks like a piece of science. Yeah, it, it at least looks like a sci-fi device. Yes. Which is more than you could say for most of the things. I need to be clear. When I say it's more bullshit than usual, I don't mean prop quality. I mean in terms of looking at it and trying oh, to understand yeah. what it might be. What Billy says, he's like, I can't align the zero subcrystals into a cohesive matrix. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, he needs he needs a science thing to put the pieces back together of the thingy. And the phase right. modulator isn't precise enough for our needs, Sestra says. <laughs> I need oh, an so it, so it explicitly is uh, something they stole off a Star Trek set then. Yeah. <laughs> he he says that it's him, Sestro, and the yellow one whose name I don't remember. Sorry. I think it's, uh, I think it's Corcus. T- Titus? I think Titus? it's Titus. Titus. It doesn't matter. Let's keep moving. <laughs> so they, um, they're all hanging out working on so, this thing. Yeah, this thing spins and is letting out a, like, blue projector-ish light from the middle, and occasionally these CGI little, like, orange tendrils are coming out of it. Lightning bolts, yeah. There's so much going on with this fucking bullshit device. It does, it's doing a lot, and they don't, they only have one of the crystals so far, so I don't know how he knows it won't work, but... Whatever, that's fine. I'm sure there's fucking data on the Zeo crystal in the command center and whatever, you know. But I do yeah, like fucking, how they but, mentioned, like, where can we get this kind of thing? And he's like, NASA, MIT, those are the obvious ones. And I'm like, what the f-? Yeah. Like, He's mentioning NASA and MIT. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, acknowledging right away that NASA and MIT exist. NASA being the big one, because we're going to get a fake bullshit NASA later. Called MASA, <laughs> right? Isn't it? M-A-S-A? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, b- leading into uh, in space. Yeah. But the point is, uh, Billy needs a doohickey. Uh, the one he's got isn't good enough. 
And then he remembers that uh, the nearest, like, Angel Grove University, whatever it's called, has one on loan. It has one of the best-sized apartments get. in the nations. Yeah. Yeah, so really, Nation. really, he brings up NASA, MIT. Those guys are okay, but they're nothing compared to the Angel Grove well, science I th- department. I think it's more like <laughs> those places are far away, but Angel Grove's closed, so let's go try there first. Even yeah, though, yeah. even though, really, distance is not a problem for them. <laughs> it's never been a problem for them. They just pretend it is. But in any case, Billy, I guess, is just going to borrow it, but whatever. And I actually like the sort of... I like what this scene implies about things that have happened off screen. Because he's just like... He turns to Sestro and Titus and is like, Alright, now I'm going to head over to the place. You two stay out of trouble. And like, who? Us? <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then Billy winks at them. And then they wink hey. at each other. And then they start just flipping out with winks. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate it. these characters. I, I hate this it. fucking show. It's all <laughs> awful. And I guess I hate you guys too if you like it because I, holy shit. I love Lexi's rage. <laughs> I thought it was funny because they don't have blinks, I guess. I, I don't I, know. I, yes, that would be a hilarious joke like if it was done well the first time you see it. But this is a ripoff of a ripoff of a ripoff of a joke. It's not even performed well. I like it. I love I, it I genuinely lo- I genuinely love all of the Alien Ranger stuff in this episode. Unironically. Oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> I like it too. I thought that was good. I thought this was a little too far, but it's it's still like it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> so I I'm, I'm middling. I'm not I'm not I'm not a hate fueled rage like Lexi, and I'm not like, oh, this is funny like you guys. But <laughs> I don't know why you started a podcast about a show you hate this much. <laughs> well, you know, we already had the podcast, and I saw an opportunity to seize power, and it's not my fault the show went down the fucking tubes. <laughs> I I did like seeing David Yost wink because there's just something. I didn't. S- I super didn't. <laughs> well, it was uncomfortable. That, that's actually kind of why I like it, because there's something really weird about it, and I don't know why. I guess it's just because, like... David Yost is an awkward man. <laughs> well, and also, he, he like, plays an awkward character. He, the, the show has spent years pretending he doesn't have a personality, and now that they're kind of letting him have one, it's strange. I, 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 so, I do, I do I like be Billy clear. a lot, though. He's one of my f- I want to be clear, I don't take umbrage with any of the actors in this scene. I think they're doing fine with the material they're presented. I just hate the material they were presented with. <laughs> I just think it's funny so, that, like, Billy is so off... Well, kind of all of them. They don't really... There's not a lot of emoting on this show. Like, a lot of the time it's just delivering expository dialogue. So when Billy takes the t- moment to like wink at the camera, there's just something really weird about it. That's yeah, all. <laughs> I get ya. Uh, so anyway, we cut up to the moon. Yeah, we get like a 10 second bit. It's just read and be like, mm, <laughs> the heroes are doing something, but we're going to do villain things instead. <laughs> and then that's it. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 straight up like Rita's just like, yeah, he'll. He needs, you know, all the MacGuffins in order to complete the thing. And like, oh, he'll never be able to get all the MacGuffins because we well, don't. After so many years, we don't understand how this shit works yet. I do like Zed calls her his little melon ball, which is like <laughs> one the of hell the is that? more That's adorable. No, Zed's pet names for Rita are always top tier. Well, I love it's them just all. funny because, but, but Cap, I, like, 
Most yeah, of I, them are like my, na- you know, nasty sorceress. Yeah, but then sometimes exactly. it's just like, yeah, my, like, my. Yeah. He's usually calling her something vile as like a pet name because they like stuff that's not nice. No, 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 but no, no, then... no. That would be really, really creepy if he called her something vile. Hey, sh- <laughs> you know my point. And like, but now it's like, oh, a melon ball, which is still a weird pet name, but it's like so cute and not bad. <laughs> as as I understand it, and admittedly, I don't know super well because I don't drink much. Uh, a melon ball is like basically you take like a melon, like a cantaloupe or watermelon or something, and you take what is basically like an ice cream scoop. And you scoop a ball out of it, and you use it to put into mixed drinks. Yeah, cool. you can so, do I that. I mean, a melon yeah. ball is also just like the 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 device you mentioned, which is like a tiny ice cream scoop, is called a melon baller, and it's just like a thing you do if you want to get small bits of melon for yeah. like a fruit salad or something. You can just like eat it. them, but they are often used for mixed drinks. Yeah, it sounds um, really good. I'd like one right it now. It is. You put some more dory. It's real good. Anyway, uh, so. It, yeah, the, I love the pet names. They're always good. Uh, <laughs> but Zed's- yeah, that's that's all there is to the scene. And uh, so then we cut to, I mean, let's be honest. We cut to the fucking park. Right. Yeah, we, cut to, we cut to the park pretending to be ancient Korea. Yep. I don't know about ancient, And the reason past. you know they're pretending mm-hmm. to be ancient Korea is because a woman wearing... I mean, just a dress, really, but she's carrying a fan. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot of like old timey looking robes and stuff. Well, and it's it's weird because the robes are clearly the way the people in this segment dress. Definitely, they're trying harder than any pre than any of the other like time shenanigans stuff to imply that this is in the distant past. Um, but at the same time, like we're gonna find out in a second that everybody speaks English, which is just like. Yeah. Mm. Not only do they speak that. English, but what when he talks to this lady in a second and he's like, "Wait, you speak English?" She's like, "Duh, of course I do." Like like uh, wh- like she's surprised yeah. that he would even ask. And it's yeah, and not even and like, not even not even like well, yeah, we, you know, because of the you know, American influence on our culture, like we've all learned English. Like it's no, we're native English speakers. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, because yeah. they, they speak it's, like perfect English, but I mean, like, I wouldn't want them to try to do the accent, so that's no, fine. No, 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 I'm not yeah. saying that. No, ab- absolutely not, but like yeah, you a... Don't, you don't need to, but... A universal translator type deal sure. would be better. Well, that's what I was going to say, is they could have just done the thing that kids shows do a lot, which is just pretend that everyone always spoke English, because that's more detail than you need to get into on a kids show, but they explicitly not acknowledge the language difference, because... You know, Adam walks up to this lady. He's like, oh, hi, can you, um, oh, hold up. What was it my grandma always used to say? And then he tells her, good morning, in Korean. And she's yeah. like, oh, don't worry about that. I speak English. Everyone does. Everyone <laughs> on Earth has always spoken English. Yeah, no, it, the fact that they draw attention to it is what makes it weird. You know what they should have done is, like, they should have been, like, he should have started talking to her and then been, like, wait, you speak English? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm speaking Korean. And then he'd be like, right, oh, yeah, I that's guess exactly. the video crystal like, just, is like translating right. everything for me. That would that's be That's what fine. I was saying. Just magically, <laughs> universally translate it. That would have been the less Yeah, either, either bullshit hand wave or just don't bring it up at all. Yeah, and they say, spe- they say specifically that they're in the Diamond Mountains, which I'm not sure exactly where in Korea that is. Well, so the thing is that Adam says, like, my grandma grew up here and I don't... Didn't they just jump in a time hole? Like, why do they know where they're going? I don't... 
did did they well, he, get he recognized it? It sounds like okay, gotcha. I I wasn't sure what was going on. Yeah, it sounds like um, he 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 recognized the mountains. But here's here's the real bullshit thing about Adam's quest is apparently somewhere off screen. Right, he learned that's what that he's supposed ask. to. Yeah, he's he learned that he's supposed to find an, a wise old man who will direct him to the Zeo Crystal. We're not told how long he's been here. We're not told how he got this information. He just knows to look for a wise old man now. Yeah. And, and that's all and, he says to her, and she knows exactly what he's talking about, which I think is weird, because, like, is there, is there only one wise person who is of the <laughs> male gender in this whole there area? precisely <laughs> one wise old man, because she says, yeah, oh, that's Kai Ogi. I've heard about him. Uh, so yeah. here's the weird thing. So when I when I was Googling, like, the phrases he uses to figure out what they mean, like, this, this one he says is good morning, and I think he says goodbye toward the end. I was looking up what Kai Ogi is, and... Maybe they just spell it weird in the show or what, but like the first several results are all Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, really? It might have been something they made up. I yeah, so yes. it sounds like it might just be made up then. What's it's, made up? It's really Sorry? hard. I mean, Mike's great. Like if they spelled it differently, it's kind of hard to hard to back search that. Right. What are we talking yeah. about? I got distracted because Cassie wanted to ask me something. Sorry. Uh, so I don't. I don't. Kyogi. Yeah, it's. Yeah. We don't oh, know if okay. it's a real yeah. thing or if Power Rangers just made it up. So she tells him he lives behind a waterfall, and he's like, "Okay, that is enough information. Goodbye." Oh, like well, in video so she games. also says she also says it's just a legend that she's heard, and right. which so yeah, this is just it's just really bad. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I don't, so I don't have yeah, anywhere folks, to go with that. Um, yeah, we we're not going to dwell on it too much, folks. But like so. The main thrust of Adam's stuff is we're going to get a cliche on top of a cliche. Oh, yeah. Because what we're going to get is Adam is going to be accosted by what is, at first glance, a crazy old man. But guess what? This dude's secretly the wise old man that Adam's looking for. Yeah, as soon as he, as soon as, as soon as he leaves Yoda. this woman, he, you see the old man like come out of the bushes and be like, yo, I'm going to go follow this kid. <laughs> And he talks all kinds of horseshit. Like, he introduces himself as Adam, and he says, Oh, madam, I'm Adam. That's a palindrome. It's the same backwards and forwards. Isn't that crazy? And it's, which is extra double confusing considering the whole language situation, but whatever. Right. right. There's exactly one thing I like about this, and I guess we're cutting ahead a bit, but I do like that he recognizes that Adam has the spirit of the frog. I kind of like that. that yeah, it's, that like, is consistent. They, they, they that call he's that like, back. That that's his like you know avatar. But every, yeah. everything else about this though is so bad. The way they have this guy dressed, the way they have this guy talk. Again, it's so it's, okay. Yeah, so I mean, so so to finish the scene, um, like Adam and the uh, woman he's talking to part ways, and uh, this guy that we've been talking about peeks out of the bushes and starts goofily like trotting off, yeah. uh, following Adam. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I actually looked up who plays who plays this guy. Okay. Um, it's uh, someone named Milton Kwan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, Chinese American. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not Korean. Yeah. And um, he was notably he worked for Walt Disney at, as an animator. Oh, whoa, weird. Um, That's weird. Okay. Yeah. No, he um. He uh, also worked for uh, an aircraft company during the war, like World War II. And then afterwards, he uh, 
he returned to Walt Disney for a little bit, and then he became the first Chinese-American art director at a national advertising agency. What the um, hell is he doing on this show? Yeah, okay, well, that's so, what I'm, saying. He so like I'm he's building gotta... to that. Okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, he was born in 1913. Okay. Um, he ended up as a senior design artist for a packaging firm until the eight, until 1980 when he retired. And then he spent the next couple of decades being a bit actor. He's appeared in Speed and Sweet Jane. Okay. Um, which is the, one of the coolest retirements I can think of. Is, just, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go act. Yeah, I'm just gonna show up in stuff every once in a while. That's kind of cool. Yeah, like, just, I'm just gonna be a character actor. Fuck it. Dude was, dude was in his 80s when in this. Oh yeah. wow, he looks good for his age. And yeah. as yeah. far as I can tell, he is still alive today because there's no death listed, and it specifically mentions him turning 100 in August of 2013. Nice. Whoa! Wow! That's a very old man. He sounds like a right. really interesting <laughs> person who had a, left a, yeah, led no, a very he, cool that, life. <laughs> right? It's too bad they made him be like bad a racial sort of racist, racist Yoda. Yeah. So, yeah. That. Uh, that's that. Like that is what they're doing. It is the, oh, yeah, that. Oh no, yeah. Whole... Well, so I mean, you're kind of you're kind of backfilling that because well, Yoda I, yeah, himself I, I, is a. Yeah. Is based off of a stereotype from samurai movies. Yeah. So it's just the thing that my brain goes to because that's what so I So it's a it's now this is this is where my lack of familiarity with Korean culture comes in. I don't know if this archetype is common in Korean fables too, but like it's very clearly based off like a Japanese samurai trope. Totally. For yeah. a yeah. ostensibly Korean set story played by a Chinese man. Well, Chinese American man. Yeah, yeah. It's the tendency to of Americans and well, the West in general to just lump all that yeah, stuff together. I would say that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but let's uh, for real. For real though, folks, if you know anything about this stuff, please write in. We would love yeah. to know. Yeah. Um. So we cut to we cut back to the main storyline, which is how I'm going to denote the non Zeo quest shit because. Okay. Trying to denote time periods is a mess here. Okay. Um, so we cut to the uh, two alien rangers in Billy's garage. Um, and as always, they need to rehydrate. Yep. They also mention yep. the other it's, three. It's are... not the it's not the blue ranger who who's having trouble first this time, at least. Nope. So that's that's different. They also mention the yep. other three are back on Aquatar uh, rehydrating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they don't just also do that. Which is, yeah, which is a completely unnecessary detail other than to remind us that they could just go back and forth whenever they want. <laughs> well, this whole... Here's what I want is for Billy to be like, guys, there was a sink right the fuck over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, no, but Emily, they need to have pure Aquatar so water. They go well, so that's the thing. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Patience, please. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. So I was trying folks, to set a thing up, but I guess it doesn't matter. Folks, folks, this is the amazing thing because uh, Lexi's actually the only one of us who's in a hurry to get done with this episode, but also she's terrified of us getting ahead of ourselves. So well, Because a logical flow is more interesting. Listen, the only reason I brought it up was because you said they need a pure water source. What am I supposed right, to do? Right, which I was leading to a thing. I'm ah. sorry. I'm sorry, Lex. Don't yell at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so they just talk for a while about how they need water, and then they just walk off. Um, Rita is, of course, watching all of this, and um, 
decides to mess with the garage since uh, there's nobody guarding the doohickey. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they don't just go down and, like, smash the the thing and be done with it, because that would just solve the problem. But, Lexi, we gots to have a spider monster, though. Oh, one thing I want to mention, too, that if, if you, if you, if you want to watch the Kakaranger episode, if you have arachnophobia, be careful because there's a lot of shots of actual live spiders in the Kakaranger episode. Yeah, we get one here because we switched to Zeto Vision and he it's, watches it's a fake spider. Well, sure, but it's still highly detailed, which is oh, the yeah, problem. Sure. Um. So then they they send a spider monster down, and then no, no, they okay. S- First of all, they sing the itsy bitsy spider and do the hand motions it's to good. correspond <laughs> with it. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that part. <laughs> um, Zed have, you, have you all heard that they're that they're gonna remake Arachnophobia? No, I, I don't. I don't think why you need to do that. Is the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know. So, because 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 I don't want to see that. Because I, I okay, I, I'm not arachnophobic. Like I don't. Like, thanks, Cassie, for that loud Power Ranger sound <laughs> or whatever sound that is. Um. Uh, I, 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 I'm not arachnophobic, like, extremely, like, I, I can, I can look at, like, I, I didn't get freaked out by the spider scenes, but, like, I have mild arachnophobia, and that movie scares the shit out of me even thinking about it, so please don't I mean, it's that. named arachnophobia, <laughs> I assume they're intentionally going for that, yeah. so. I know, but I don't like it, don't make it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, he does kill a mama spider that's on fire with a nail gun, that's pretty sick. Anyway, instead of watching Arachnophobia, just watch uh, Rita and Zed dancing around while singing children's nursery rhymes. That's good. And, then, and, yes. and they, they show a shot here of Kaku Ranger uh, where the, the, the monster comes alive in the tunnel. And it's a pretty freaky looking scene. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's so it's shot in shadows. You can just see the outline of this thing slowly getting up and it's kind of wriggling around unnaturally and its eyes are glowing. Um but I was very distracted by the fact that it was very clearly a humanoid silhouette and only had four limbs. Yeah, that's well, yeah, weird. but I mean, I mean, like it, it's it's a spider monster, so whatever. But I like, mean, it's not. <laughs> it is it's though. Spiders, it's spiders no, spiders. Are one of the most defining features of a spider is eight legs. I'm just yeah. saying that like it's a spider themed monster. Yes, and it like, isn't though. Again, eight. Legs, kind of the primary characteristic of a spider. <laughs> hey, um, do you, do hey, you understand ladies, the word theme? Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 do you? Hey, time out. Were the lightning bolts already part of the Cocker Ranger shot, or did they no, add those to Zedify it up? They added those. Okay. Yeah, no, those started. Those started when Zed was casting the spell before we cut to the footage. The only time you see lightning in 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 the Kaka Rangers is when they grow they grow big unless there's like a specifically lightning monster. But yeah, they they use the lightning to grow big from the yokai cloud. But like other than that, no. So so anyway, we cut we cut away from that like actually kind of in, visually interesting scene to. Goldar and Rito walking around in tunnels. It's the, why yeah. are you sighing? It's the best part of the episode. Yeah, this is because this it's the great. exact same thing we've seen for three episodes straight now. But it's good. <laughs> it definitely is like it. Th- this is basically replaced the bulk and skull stuff. Like normally, there's a bulk and skull shenanigans. Now, this is but- also. <sighs> I also disagree that this is good because it's such a fucking. <sighs> tic tac toe. They just they they just quote unquote inadvertently draw a tic tac toe 
with chalk on the wall yeah. and play a game of tic-tac-toe. Why is he such a curmudgeon? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's so Cassie fucking contrived it. and obvious what they're going for, and they try to make it look like an accident, and it's entirely unconvincing, and well, it's no, not funny. Well, no, I mean, obviously it's what they're going for, but it's still funny. <laughs> I don't know. It would have been funny if they actually made it look like they bumbled into it, but it was very clearly... We're going to do a tic-tac-toe thing, but put zero effort into setting it up. So basically how, what happens is they are they are lost, as they have been previously. So the idea is they are... Like, Goldar starts by drawing a tunnel, which is two lines, and he's like, okay, so this is the tunnel. And then uh, uh, Rito is like, no, no, it's more like this. And he draws the other two lines to make a tic-tac-toe board. And then they're like... This is where we did this, and this is where we did this, and then eventually Rito makes three O's in a row, and he goes, "Ha ha, I win!" And then the, the, uh, uh, Goldar is just. What I love about it is that Goldar doesn't even realize what he's doing. Like Goldar is so stupid too. It's really good. And then Goldar is basically just like, "Please God, end this. <laughs> Free me from my my torment with with this fucking idiot." I love it. Uh, they cut, we cut to... Um, yeah, that's that's the entire scene. Yeah, that's it. And, and like, then there's another quick scene of them at the end, but, like, they're just bump, like, they're just stretching this out as long as it's, possible. Yeah, it's one, like, they, they filmed what could have been a subplot in a single episode and then split it up among the entire Zeo quest. Yeah. Um, so, so, so we cut back to the past in Korea, I guess. Yeah. And the old Adam's walking and the old man is very unconvincingly ducking behind trees while following him. Like he's doing the most obvious, like, like it, you almost expect the, uh, like cartoon xylophone sounds as he's walking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or for him to like go behind a really skinny tree and disappear like that old joke. Right. Oh, uh, well, they kind of do that, except he very visibly doesn't disappear, which actually yeah. kind of makes it funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, Adam's like, oh, I, I see you back there. But then the old man teleports behind him. Oh, we don't see that. We just see that he's behind him and goes like, aha, I got you kind of thing. So so they talk and this is where he says a bunch of nonsense like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, um, which it would have made a lot of sense to bring that up here, huh? <laughs> like people would actually be able to follow what's going on. <laughs> Let's recap it really quick. He's like. He's like, yeah, Who are it's you? great recapping stuff you've talked about ten minutes ago on your own podcast. <laughs> okay, fine then, Lexi. Just be a negative Nancy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they talk a bunch of nonsense, and then uh, Adam is like, "I don't have the, I don't have the time for this. I got a quest, and that makes uh, this guy we find out later is Kyogi go like, uh, I'm sorry, it's Kai Quest Yogi." <laughs> yes, it's true. Sorry. He says Quest is his middle name. Because he says Quest is his middle name, and he's so excited about quests, and he says the frog yeah, is I, on a quest. There hasn't I, been I, a quest. Dude forever. fucking loves quests, though. He, he loves quests so much, and Adam just if starts walking There hasn't been a off. single motherfucker with an exclamation mark over their head in years. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's a real shame this dude isn't living in the age of MMOs. Yeah. <laughs> he gets so many quests. Uh, so oh, Adam man, just... That- you know what? This really should have been a frog gathering quest. Yeah, you need five frogs. And then oh you my god! The-, the the current event in in uh, Shin Megami Tensei DX two the phone game is you have to find frogs. Because frogs are oh, perfect. Because frogs are raining down in the city, and you have perfect. to collect them. 
So he, he, Adam just starts leaving, and this guy is just like, no, I want to come on the quest too, and then follows him. Which Yeah, like, there's nothing Adam can really do to stop him anyway, so. I like the, I like the idea that, like, as opposed to what normally happens in these situations where, like, the, the, the character keeps talking to the crazy old man and eventually realizes he's actually the person he's looking for, Adam's just like, all right, bye, and the guy right, has yeah, to Adam follow being him. an 11-year-old who doesn't really ha- have, like, he was told a few cryptic bits of this is what you need to know, and that's all he knows. Right. So, like, yeah, so he's just like, um, okay, but I'm looking for this guy, so bye. It reminded me of, like, in D&D when the dungeon master wants you to do something, but you just don't, so they, like bring that character to another scene because like they're just like no this is important you have to do something with it yeah uh yeah it's just <laughs> anyway it's- so we we cut to uh the the park where william yes. is talking to so this is a little weird just jumping into cuz he's talking to this um science lady who apparently knows him and he talk refers to her by name but Excuse we haven't really me. seen her before it's professor science lady thank you i also like he's like <laughs> she's like oh william what's your sudden interest in this and he's like i've always been interested in crystal energy coherence and i'm like God damn it. <laughs> so anyway this lady i've appeared- always been interested in charging my crystals yeah <laughs> Yeah, th- that's that's good good callback. Um, <laughs> anyway, this lady is um, this lady appeared in some of the shorts, and that's oh, where okay. she, that's where she was like introduced by name and everything. So I guess they're shorts? assuming you're watching those. There there were little like Zio Quest shorts that they played in in behind episodes after episodes, I think. Um, oh, they did some see those. The thirtieth yeah. of these aired before a later airing of this episode. Yeah, there's so many, and Sweet I haven't been Jesus. able to find them So, in any, like, watchable form. Um, um, have you, is the, is there a DVD release of Zeo? Or Blu-ray, I guess? Well, yeah, there is. I don't are they, have... Are they on that as, like, bonus features? I'm not sure. They're not on the the first three seasons, which is what I have. I'll, I'll need is to get Alien them. Range is part of that? Collection, it is. They release that separately. Okay. It, no, it's part of that, but it, it they're not on there. So. So yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, Professor Doctor Science Lady um talks to talks to William for a bit about this, and then turns back to her project, which is launching a child's um science fair rocket. It's a little bigger air. than that, but yes, it's th- th- no. Th- I mean, th- it's it's one hundred. That's one hundred percent what it is, because yeah. like it's just a model. It's just a model rocket that like goes up twenty feet and then okay. like deploys a parachute. Yeah. I was just I was just reminded of how the Khaki Ranger episode ends, and I want to mention that real quick. Is that young Noble Junior escapes the the Khaki Rangers by getting away in a very slow moving hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> and it's of the best, because they're like, oh, we can't get him, and it's like slowly moving away while he's laughing at them, and I'm like, God damn it. You guys can okay, just yes, use that, your swords. Thank, thank you, Emily, for that update. That is delightful. <laughs> so so she says, I've got this thing, I, I can lend you one, uh, which she has it on loan from MIT, I think. And then she, I think she says NASA. NASA. And I wait, I get, hold on, hold on, guys. 
What if MIT and NASA join up later, and that's what MASA is? Oh, okay. Oh, so fucking solved it. She has she has this expensive, presumably expensive science device on loan from fucking NASA, and I know that. Apparently they set up that these two know each other, but she's just like, yeah, you can just borrow this thing that fucking well, NASA Zach, gave Zach, me. it's okay. It's the guy that knows the alien rangers and first materialized 10 days ago. Right. So I was actually, I was going to point that out. If this was still normal continuity where everyone knows Billy as chief science boy, like it would almost make sense because the town has some sort of weird like reverence for super science. And, like, everyone knows Billy's, like, number one super scientist. So, like, it would it makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, he can... It's a science gizmo. He'll take good care of it. But since he's just a stranger that nobody knows in this version of reality, it's ridiculous. Actually, hold on. How does he still have access to his garage? Oh, God, you're right. God damn it. I mean, think about that. Yeah, because it's in his fucking parents' house. How's that working? We still don't know how his parents reacted. Their child disappeared, this guy shows up, and they're just cool with it? Mom, Dad, I'm your son from the future. Can I use the garage? Yeah, Mom, Dad, right. I, Mom, Dad, I got bigged. I got bigged. I think, okay, I think we specifically wait, wait, made this joke already. Wait, we, 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 we saw um, his parents in that one episode that showed everyone's parents, and they were kind of science wizards too, so I can imagine him going up and be like, Mom, Dad... Uh, I was in a time vortex. I'm your son from the future. I need to use a garage. And he'd be like, yeah, all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> Actually, yeah. no, you're, right. you're probably right. Billy's Billy's mom was probably like, oh, yeah, I remember. I remember that happened to me once, too. It was all a part of growing up. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to the uh, two earthbound uh, alien rangers who are wandering through just a, um, like a, a commercial like corner in the suburbs like there's a gas station nearby because we get to see that the price of diesel at time of filming was a buck 20 um oh sorry buck buck 99 i don't know it's cheap and uh then it pans over to show that the source of water that they have been searching for is a goddamn car wash (laughs) We I have love gone. That, that they they don't realize it's a car wash. He's like, I believe it's what the humans have been calling a drive-through. Well, so oh, that joke hmm. that joke's kind of funny in the idea that well, they need this water for sustenance the way we need food. So it's kind of in a sense a drive-through for them. But I'm just well, the thing I, is, I, like I can't you say before I'm, like pure I water. Yes, I can't say I'm blown away by the lack of, like, consistency because it's this fucking show. But at the same time, the audacity of having entire plot lines of previous episodes focusing around them needing a very specific kind of water source or having to build a device to, like, irreversibly upset the ecosystem of a natural (laughs) water source by changing it. Yeah. Just so that they can hydrate. And now they're using a goddamn car wash, which is as far from pure water as you get. Like, there's (laughs) soap in that water. I'm okay with it because I love this scene. Because the thing that happens is not only do Sestro and Titus get in line between some cars and walk through the car wash, 
some tangas come down and follow them through <laughs> yeah. and get absolutely fucking annihilated by the car by wash car machinery. Wash machines. So then we cut to the uh, Adam quest again, because apparently we just okay. blew right through that whole scene. Oh, hold on a second. Well, I, want, I, wanted, I wanted to say, like, yeah. yeah the, holding the, on a second would have been kind of nice and naturally building the scene, but, you know. Did we did we skip things? I didn't think we did. No, hold on. Uh, Lexi, I think Lexi's trying to get us to skip a particular thing that I will not no, let no, no, her no, make no, us no. skip. No, 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 I don't want to skip that. We already did because we just jumped through summarizing the entire scene in two sentences. Okay. Do, well, but, hold do on. We need, do we need to take a break? <laughs> So anyway, um, cutting cutting back to um, the the introduction of the scene or whatever, the um, so the Rangers walk up to the car wash, and um, Rita is like mad that nobody's going to get sprung by their spider trap, I guess. Yes, so yeah, they yeah. Just decide to just send some tengas down to fuck with them, right. and as the tengas show up. We get an we get the best shot of the episode and what I really hope is gonna be our album art, which is the canonical um someone help me out, words are failing me. I'm not sure what you're describing. So. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's it is canonical proof that Arby's exists in this world. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. You do see an Arby's in the background. <laughs> okay. What? I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna talk oh about God. the bit where the tangas get caught in the machinery, oh, and yeah. one of them gets fucking plucked. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely noteworthy too. Um, <laughs> so there's yeah, so there's a whole scene of the rangers just serenely standing in this car it's, wash. It's like they water. don't notice the tangas or something. They're just like walking. I don't think through. they do. Well, so no, I, I assume what's going on here is like we've seen them before where they kind of do a meditation thing, but. They're, I think they're aware enough to know that the Tengas aren't really posing a threat to them. Because the <laughs> Tengas are getting all caught up in the automatic works. The Tengas but get yeah. their ass kicked by, by a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, folks, if, if ever in your wildest dreams... You wanted to know what a naked tango looks like. Yeah, it's not I, what you'd expect. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't want to know what a naked tango looks like, and I had but, to. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it looks like a person in a bodysuit with a chicken-ish head on. Well, I guess more of a vulture-ish head on it. Yeah, and the, that purple like armor stuff stays on, but otherwise, it's just, it's just. <laughs> It just looks like a naked bird, basically. Yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't look like a naked bird. That would have been a good way to go with it, but it looks like a naked person. Yeah, well, that's I, true. I think the person you're, you're right. is wearing like some kind of like a like you know the fabric that like um, Robin wore on his legs in like the sixties. Yeah, show. it's yeah, like no, tights. it's still a suit. Yeah. Like it's still yeah. a body suit. It's just it's yeah. it's just it's a flesh colored color. body yeah. suit. But my favorite thing is that it's not. I mean, I don't make costumes. But I assume that how you would make this costume is not that you would make a flesh-colored tights and then put black uh, oh, no, feathers all course, over it. Oh, no, of course, it's a different costume. Which sure. means they made a separate costume specifically for this gag, which yeah. I like very much. <laughs> um, at, yeah. I, I also like when the, the Aquatar Rangers are leaving, they're like, oh, it's not Aquatar, but any port in a storm. and, and Which and, like, is... Like, like Lexi said, like one hundred percent counter to what they've said earlier. Yeah, they, they stepped it. The worst part, or the funniest part, I guess to me, is they stepped it down. Because first they were like, "We need to change human, like Earth water, into Aquatar water. Nothing else will do." Then last episode they were like, 
we just need very pure water. And now they're just like, I don't know, fucking scum water is fine, I guess. <laughs> so the only way this makes sense is if the Aquatar Rangers have been full of shit from the start, which actually <laughs> checks out because the very first time they showed up and needed water, they just used whatever fucking fountain was nearby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so they, they were so just being I think picky. they have been feeding Zordon and Alpha bullshit about their needs just to see how much, like... How much effort they will put into fucking up Earth in their interests? What if? What <laughs> well, if they're just acclimating to? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. What if they're just acclimating to Earth since they've been here so long? I don't think of evolution usually works that fast, but who knows? Well, I'm, not like, I'm not talking like evolution. I'm just talking like getting used to it. So sure. that's not as funny to me. So I'm gonna reject the theory. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I it's do. like quitting smoking. You know, you're going to have a rough go of it, but, like, after a while, you get used to it. Oh, God. Do you th- what do you think the, um... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the... more, like... Wait, that's why they act like it's kryptonite. They're getting headaches. Yeah, I was it's just about Aquatar to say, withdrawals. what are the withdrawal symptoms of Aquatar water? And apparently we've seen them, and it's not well, great. I was going to say, a, a more act... Like, a, a, a more relatable thing is, like, okay, like, say you lived in one place for a long time, and you move to another place. Tap water tastes different in other places, like That's true. you'd probably like take a little while to get it used to your new tap water, and then. But yeah. also, if they're going through caffeine withdrawal headaches, that works for me because I can relate to that. Oh yeah, so. no, those are miserable. <laughs> yeah, they suck. Um, so so then yeah, they... so then we we do cut to the Adam uh, Adam story again, and he's he's greeting a a random man on a bench. Yeah. Um. So this I, whole. <laughs> He just assumes this old guy is the wise old man. I just like to imagine he's been going up to like every yeah. old man he's seen. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I assume too. Is we're cutting into this midway through where the well, actually, no, it's no because um because he he asks the guy and the guy's like nope, and then um and then his uh, weird tag along for this quest um says strike two. So that's implying this is just the first guy Adam saw. And he's like, oh, hey, are you the guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, well I mean, he, he, strike, strike two, though, it could be like, this is the second guy, right? Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Um, But, like, I like the fact that he didn't, he just assumed the first guy he met wasn't, but is assuming yeah. every other guy is. Right, like, yeah. like that's... I could just, like... Yeah, you, you flatter me saying I'm Kyogi, but like Adam's being unreasonably mean to this dude because like he says like good morning in Korean to the guy, and then the uh, like the the old dude following him like corrects him in like his pronunciation. He's like, Shh, "This is important," and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck, Adam? He's trying to help you." <laughs> Adam yeah. usually is just a sweet boy, and he's being so mean to this old man. <laughs> you know, he's like twelve. They're brats. I just really like the logic of. Weird, crazy old guy who talks cryptically and might be magical. Nah, he's he's just a nuisance. Uh, old guy sitting serenely on a bench. Yeah, he looks more like the wise, like a legendary wise old wise man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the legendary old wise, wise old, old wise, old wise man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I also like how uh, the Awawawaw. Uh, for short, uh, <laughs> tells Adam that uh, he has a frog in his throat. He will not shut up about the frog thing. No, he will not. Yeah. I mean, the, this show won't shut up about the frog thing. They hammered right. it do home you, in the movie. They're hammering it home now. Like, do you do you think that the reason the old the uh, sorry the old man I should really use his name I just Kyogi Kyogi yeah uh, Kyogi um 
Do you think he keeps hammering home the frog thing because he knows Adam doesn't isn't really cool with it? Like he's <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's intentionally he, trying to wind him up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, probably. He's just but pissing I, I, him off yeah. a little bit. It, it is weird that like none of the other like like when we had the Rocky episode, the guy didn't like. Oh, you have the spirit of an ape or something like that. Like they don't really. Well, I mean, it was a it was another random child. He's yeah. not gonna be like, holy shit, dude, you're <laughs> well, giving I up mean, a real okay, ape. Okay, well, what about like in like we'll get to Tommy's later, but he he talks to the older people and he's specifically Native yeah, American. Yeah, but they, are they are they magical have... old men? Nah, I mean, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> well, so anyway, I actually do like like there's a lot of problems with it, but on paper or like on the 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 broad strokes of it, I really like the dynamic of this guy just following around, just like uh, basically taunting Adam for doing terrible at his quest. Yeah, why are you so bad he's like, at this? Because when he's like strike two, Adam's like, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> also, how do you know what baseball is? Um, base. Uh, like, I don't think this is ancient Korea. Like, baseball's been around in Korea for, like, over a century, man. Well, it's just weird because they say it's, like, the the time period is not clear. It's hard to tell what's going on. The thing is, that, though, if it's not ancient Korea, why is everyone dressed like this? Well, I mean, yeah. like, people... I'm, okay, okay, I have no idea Korean history at all. Like, so let me just say that. Like, I don't know. But I have played games, like, where it's set in, like... Japan in the 1920s, where people still wear traditional Japanese okay, clothes. Okay, well, so so there's prob- there may be some anachronism there, but the, I guess the bigger point is if they all if they, everyone speaks English, that means they've had like encounters with America. Sure. And if they've had encounters with America, they've been introduced to baseball. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Billy's lab. The lights are all off, and he, I guess, thinks that. Sestro and Titus are playing a fun joke on him. Well, I mean, they uh, did, and like they did turn the lights off when they left. So, like, as far as Billy knows, nothing's amiss. Fair enough. Uh, then you see the. I do kind of, I, I do kind of like the idea where he comes home and then these two fucking aliens are like surprise, <laughs> and then there's like just fucking water everywhere. To be fair, he did say, "Don't get into any trouble while I'm gone," and then wink, which is yeah. Basically yeah. saying, hey, play a prank on me. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, or maybe he was winking at his boyfriend with a secret message wink. Uh huh. Because him and Sestro are definitely dating. Right, right. <laughs> that his boyfriend didn't really pick up on because he's yeah, not yeah, clear he's on winks. No, as no a the, thing. Bo- the boyfriend picked it up, but he winked at the other guy, and then the other guy, like, winked weirdly. So he's like, oh shit, I don't know how to wink, right? And he, then he started <laughs> doing it, right? He's trying, to, he's trying to play it under the cover here. He's trying to cover it up. <laughs> So, no, 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 playing it under the cover is what they're going to do later, Emily. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. So the <laughs> spider monster comes out and shoots. Okay, in Cocker footage. Uh, yeah, in Cocker Ranger footage. And then in Cocker Ranger footage, he sprays like a mist. And then we cut to American footage. And if we do the worst prop uh, um, teeny this year or 2D, or whatever the fuck they're called, we need to remember that they literally just spray a bunch of glow-in-the-dark silly string on Billy in this yep, scene. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's very visibly silly string. Like, <laughs> and, and David Yost is like, this is just my job today. <laughs> like, later on, we'll see them make use of, like, Halloween spiderweb decoration stuff, which is at, at least a better facsimile for what they're going for, but this part is rough. 
Well, that's the yeah. thing because it's literally silly string, and then in the next scene, Sestro and Titus come back, and everything's covered in Halloween uh, uh, webbing, uh, spider webs. Yeah. Yep. Now you might be wondering why David Yost just kind of stood there and took it until he was completely cocooned. <laughs> the thing is, at first he still thought maybe it was Sestro doing this. Oh God! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, listen, he doesn't understand alien anatomy. Okay, so I will point out, Zach, there is a bit bit of the -the glow-in-the-dark silly string still here. I think they realized that the amount of silly string they'd need to complete this scene was absurd, so it would make more sense to use the prop that makes more sense in the first place. They were like, oh shit, we bought like 30 cans, and that's not even close to enough. (laughs) And then somebody was like, hey, you guys know that you can, like, it's not Halloween right now. You can get these. You can get super cheap, like stuff that looks exactly like what we're going for here. Yeah. So Zordon contacts them, and he's like, "Hey, Billy's in trouble. You should come here, away from where Billy is, <laughs> so I can explain <laughs> yeah. everything I mean, to you." To be fair, this is a very common Zordon tactic. That's true. Uh, yeah. Rangers, Rangers, there's trouble in the park. Teleport here immediately. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was gonna say Billy's not at the garage. Like the spider took Billy away. So that's I mean, true. Yeah. But he's... He, yeah, but he also didn't teleport them to Billy. No, he teleports them to the command center where the other three ra- rangers are waiting. Um, and it's he... like, oh, you guys have have come back from Aquatar, and like, yeah, we were rehydrating, <laughs> which you could also have done, but oh well. <laughs> So Zordon explains the arachnophene has taken Billy. We get a shot on the viewing globe of of poor, poor David Yost just completely covered in garbage. <laughs> just like totally mummified in uh, Halloween store webbing. Um, and he says also that he took, stole the phase modulator. Oh, shit. Got to get it back. Um Zordon has the co- coordinates of Arachnophene's underground lair, because it, of course he does. Why wouldn't he? Uh, and they morph and teleport to a cave set immediately. So, talking about, talking about special effects, so we just nominated one of the worst special effects we've seen in a while. But I want to point out that actually fully cocooned Billy and like the, the American footage of the cave and everything... Looks at least as uh, convincing as the uh, spider scenes in the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is that, I guess. to be fair. That's damning with faint praise. That's one of the worst <laughs> like visual effect scenes in that franchise. I, I, I've said uh, I said it earlier, but like they do a pretty good job of meshing it with the Kaku Ranger footage, which they yeah haven't been very good at before with Sentai. Like they haven't bothered trying before is well, the big like, thing. They, they start getting better at it, and like, Zio is pretty good at it too, as we'll see. Like I like this show's getting to be a well produced show, and it's weird. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're getting a little ahead of ourselves there. This show is starting to put some effort in. Yeah. I'm saying I said starting. Starting to become <laughs> a well produced show. So <laughs> I think there's still a ways from that. A little ways. So you see the arachnophene's hand come around the corner as they run through the cave. And we you cut see a shadow back. behind them and all this stuff. Like lots of stuff. Right. We cut back to uh, Adam and... Kyogi is giving him that like casually dispensing wisdom that they don't realize is actually a lesson in the moment yeah. sort of trope. And he says, like, you know, don't rush or you'll go past your real goals. And Adam's like, 
Well, my real goal is to find the sub-crystal. I was looking for Kyogi, but all I found was you. <gasps> well, so, yes! so, like, between those two things, like, the the guy is, the guy does the whole, well, wait, were you? Like, because he couldn't have put those things together unless somebody prompted him. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he uses ninja powers. So, like, I, well, yeah, okay. he, he should have used his magic in front of Adam as soon as Adam <laughs> says, like, Are I mean, you? he did that earlier when he was hiding behind the tree, but, um. But we didn't, but Adam didn't specifically see him teleport. To, this is, like, But we explicit. did, and to set the, to set the scene, um, they are, they walked up to, you know how parks will sometimes, well, I guess this is probably a naturally occurring thing, but it's, it's like, there's like a stream and they're at a rocky outcropping where the, yep. the stream is sort of like, I mean, it's technically a waterfall. Rocky's back in the I, command center, but I do understand what you mean. Go ahead. It's so this God is the tiniest sack. <laughs> like this is the tiniest, um, most on a technicality waterfall I've ever seen. Normally yeah, you talk about, normally you talk about some like mystical artifact behind a waterfall. It's some big crashing, like, giant river flowing down into a, yeah. like, a, a massive lake. Yeah, um, no, this looks like fake scenery at, like, a zoo. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. This, this is probably a real river waterfall. Like, I, I have stuff like well, this around where like, I again, live. Like, again, like, a real stream waterfall, yes. Yeah, yeah, stream. Probably a better way of saying it, Yes. Hey, but yeah, no, you're right. He does. He does just show off his teleportation. Well, it's not teleportation. It's fast movement because you specifically see him like streak. Yeah, it's like what the ninja powers did when they would like, you know, streak around to avoid attacks. Um, and then he's and- like, "Go ahead." Oh, I was just gonna say, and so that finally tips him off. Oh, this is a magic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the guy's like, "I've been trying to get you to understand." <laughs> yeah. Try to understand. Try to understand. Try, try, try to understand. I'm a magic man. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank I you, love you, Mike. That's exactly what I was hoping for. And so, and so, then Adam says the most ridiculous thing, which is, "Oh, you live inside this waterfall? This yep. waterfall? <laughs> yeah, that's where I live in this waterfall, where there you can clearly see behind it, and there is not a cave. But yes, also, this is where I live. also, it is as wide as me, and like you'll be able to climb up to the top of it in about ten seconds. <laughs> so we cut back to the cave, and they start fighting the, the spider cave, not the yeah. not the one that's supposed to be behind this waterfall somehow, right? They the monster jumps out and they're trying to save Billy. Yeah, because Billy, they see Billy and they're like, "Oh, I'll help you." And Billy's like, "No, Billy it's is a trap." Billy is entirely buried in about five hundred packages of cotton balls. Yes, yes. The 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 it now looks like they've just wrapped cotton around him. He <laughs> Billy Billy fell into a weird contraption at Build a Bear. Yeah, yeah. It's the just like Billy the Bear, Billy. God damn it. Um, so then some of the alien rangers, I mean, they fight for a little while. So, they're cutting- no, so Billy's Billy's struggling and very clearly saying, no, stay back. And they're like, Billy, are you all right? And run towards him like chumps. <laughs> like yeah. everyone in TV shows always fucking do. Idiots. <laughs> yep. And yeah, and then the spider drops a net on some of them. It yes. catches a yellow ranger who's the, who is the ranger that gets kidnapped in the original Kaka Ranger. Right, that go. makes sense. And they're cutting back and forth between the Kaka Ranger and uh, Power Rangers footage. 
And, and it uh, looks pretty cohesive, actually, considering like what they've seen in the past. Again, yeah, yeah a bit does. of a, a bit of a curve we're grading on, but still, like showing improvement. Good job. My favorite thing is the that Orico, the Red Ranger, gets wrapped up, and then he cuts out of it with his sword. Yeah, and that shot just looks so goofy because again, oh. it's it's like this big thick cotton balls basically. And also, um, we should point out we talked about this before we started, but um, in the Cocker Ranger footages here of the fight, there are very visibly people all like mummified in silk hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, right. <laughs> that this Which... monster has been dra- like liquefying and drinking. Which, well, uh, no, I mean, again, no one dies in the Kaga Ranger. They all escape from this, and they're fine. I don't know, Emily. I've, I, I visited spider exhibits in museums. I know how spider what spiders do to these things. I, I get that, but I've seen the episode, and they all get out. I think they say that, like, he's there's, like, five missing people in the area. So here's like, the thing about this. That's fine for the Kaga Ranger episode. And but he was going to make them the sausages, not drink their blood. So there you there go. You go. Uh, again, episode, not a spider monster. But in this God episode, it. it's never addressed, which means those people, like the rangers aren't like, let's cut these people down. They just oh, no, don't these mention people it. are corpses at this <laughs> yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. They were here. They've been here for who knows how long. And because. Uh, wait, hold on. This monster was just birthed, and uh-huh. there's been like ten minutes since he captured Billy. He's been yeah, he fucking works, busy. He works fast, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, they fight for a little while, and and we I, we, see, we see like the the White Ranger's getting her ass kicked, and the Yellow Ranger then is able to break out of the webbing. And in the original, uh, Sekai, who's um the one that. I, actually, maybe it's not that that one. But I don't get their names. But the the other ranger is trapped, and he's he actually has a crush on the white ranger. So when she's getting when she's getting his ass kicked, he's able to like make a ninja sign underneath the webs and escape. And it's a pretty cool scene. And the, the, he does in this one do a cool like but triangle less, slash yeah. move. And, yeah, but uh, that, it, that that's all. Um, in the in this in the Sentai, they they all have signature shape cuts. So there's like I think the the. The Blue Ranger might have a square cut and stuff like okay. that. Like it's it's cool. Yeah, Cock Ranger's so good. <laughs> it slashes this dude up, and everybody is able to uh, get out of their webbing and form up. And uh, Zed and uh, Reed are like, "Okay, time to do the big thing that we just don't I, do usually." I just noticed, and I do want to point out uh, part of this monster's design is there is just a "keep out" sign on his crotch. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. But I like it. Yeah, her, I think, we can actually I think, see they, the thing I think like, it's explicitly gendered female. Yes. Well, now, now and, that we can see this thing like out in the sunlight, it's 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 fucking weird. It it's was just that's, really that's there's a lot going on they here. Make, it's interesting they do make the monster woman because it, it, it was explicitly a guy in the Kaku Ranger. Well, I think it, people typically think of think spiders. They think females because in generally with spiders, the the females are the more oh. aggressive and yeah, that, prominent. Yeah, that's true. And all the Black yeah. Widow stuff, like the idea of well, like, and I mean a spider that's not lady. right, but that's not. I mean that's not just black. That's in general in spiders. Right. Like the yeah. the yeah. males tend to be identified by being smaller, and they typically don't live as long. Like yeah. they typically yeah. get killed after mating. But yeah, so yeah, it's, God, it's, big it's, mood. Um, it's it's a male spider, <laughs> and he's using the fact that he's a mechanic as a cover up for his like st- like kidnapping people out of their cars in a tunnel. Okay. So anyway, the- anyway, hi guys. I went to a spider museum last year, and uh, this is the first I've really had a time to had time to uh, actually talk about it. 
I'm glad so you're excited. That sounds that sounds really neat. I mean, it was a really cool exhibit, neat. and I couldn't talk about it at all when I went when I went there because Julie is a massive arachnophobe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. So, um, were, were there any like local livestock that like the webs were bragging about, or? <sighs> So anyway, we cut up to the moon, and Rita says the eight-legged fool is all thumbs, <laughs> which just makes me incredibly angry because it's- Lexi is so mad about the fact that this thing only has four limbs. <laughs> and, like, the earlier argument of, well, it's a monster and it's just spider-themed or whatever would be fine, but they specifically call attention to it. <laughs> well, I, I just noticed that they do have, like, a bit of, like, legs hanging off of them, like, that aren't, like, they're vestigial, I guess, but there's still not enough. There's only, like, two extra ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the monster also, I don't understand this, but it has, like, wooden, it's, like, boarded up on the chest, and then there's this, this keep out sign. And stuff, yeah. I don't understand that, that, but there you uh, go. Uh, yeah, I don't really get that either. It doesn't, I mean, I guess because, like, in, like, the yokai, it, it, it entraps, like, travelers who, like, stray out the path kind of thing, so maybe... What it looks like is, like, in the fiction of this show, it looks like Zed would have found this monster on, like, a barricade for, like, a tunnel. Or, like, this. let's say this cave was boarded up. Like, if the monster, if the spider had been on that, and, like, when Zed zapped it, it got the barricade embedded in it, that would make sense for the design. There you go. But, like, I don't know. Anyway, Zed and Rita grow it. Yep. Uh, it shoots eye lasers at the Red Ranger, and then they summon right, the battle Right, because for some reason, every time one of these monsters gets grown, they suddenly have eye lasers they hadn't been using previously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I happened ass- multiple times. I-, I assume that's because... I mean, I don't know. Uh, Emily, in the... In the Kakaranger footage, did it have eye lasers as a small thing? Do you remember? Or I no? don't remember it having that as a small thing. Sometimes I feel like what's happening is we just didn't see all the Kakaranger footage say that, of like, it. Like Kakaranger, like I've desc- we described before, it pulls bullshit powers out of its ass constantly. Yeah, like you remember enough. the one episode where like one of the Rangers turns into a bird. Yeah, a baseball, like a car, yeah, like a lot I of do shit happens that. with that. <laughs> so they summon the Battleborgs, and I, I mean, it's the, I mean, I'm, it's the same thing we've seen before, and I assume the same thing we'll see again. The Battleborgs do jack all, and then they summon a real Megazord, and then it's done. I want to say I'm kind of yeah. coming around to Lexi's side on the not liking the Battleborgs very much because, and it's not the, it's not the robots themselves. It's just the constant cutting back to the uh, Rangers just, like, shadow boxing, basically. It adds yeah. nothing to the scene and just breaks up the flow of action, which is already a problem with these, like, giant fights because of all the camera work that has to be done right. to, like, get the Force perspective and everything. Yeah. And, I, and like I said before, like, in Kaku Ranger... They, the, the, these, these, um, robots are, like, autonomous on their own. Like, they, they do their own thing. But it doesn't cut back to the Kaku Rangers nearly as much. And also, the Kaku Rangers don't have to mime anything. The, right. the, the robots just fight. Although, at this point of a story, they confuse with them and they, they just fuse with them. They don't, they're actually in the Zords in, like, this, in this version of the fight. Which they actually Ranger. showed us last time. So, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's weird. But then, yeah, they just make the Shogun yeah. Zord and immediately use the uh, the superpower move and kill the monster. Yeah, and the spider dies. It's it's really tragic because like he starts to sing. It's like 
He turns the seasons around, <laughs> and so she changes her gown. <laughs> yep. Mother Earth. That's what happens. And Father Time. Yeah, this, yep. this spider monster is indistinguishable from Charlotte of Charlotte's Web. Um, <laughs> I, I love you, Michael. I've gone, <laughs> I've gone through this cycle now enough times that I shouldn't still be getting my hopes up, but... I mean, every time we get cut to a, like a, a change that lets them use new like Sentai footage, I always hope, well, maybe the Zord fights will get better now that they can actually show them. And yeah. they never do. Yeah. The, the, the fight was pretty good in the Kaku Ranger. He just didn't show all of it here. Right, yeah, he... no, that, and that, that's just it. I'm not saying, like, I'm sure the Sentai fights are d- generally pretty good. They just still cut them up to a point where they're not exciting to watch. Yeah, well, you know, Lexi, we need to have all that Zero Quest footage, okay? <laughs> it's important. The... We need to have the car wash scene. <laughs> now, to be fair, the car wash scene was one of the only good things in this episode, so I'll give them it's that true. one. Yeah. The Zord fights <laughs> are definitely... The car wash scene brought to you by Arby's. The part, the part of the show that I'm most disappointed at in terms of like going back to my childhood memories. Um, I mean, there have been a couple good ones, but like largely, boy, they suck. And the the suited fights are usually fine, so it's a bummer that they seem to be pretty bad. I do enjoy the parts of the Alien Rangers fight the monsters for the most part because those are some pretty those fights have some pretty good personality to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we cut back to uh, Adam, who grabs well, so we the cut to the cave web. first, and Billy like gets the device out of the webs because again, his rather than just like destroying or stealing the device, they webbed it up and just left it sitting there. Yeah, yeah, just left it there. So he gets it back. Um, Adam grabs the the sub crystal. Yeah. Adam from... crawls. Adam crawls up ten feet of rock to the top of the waterfall and finds the crystal, which is just sitting in one of the little pools. Now I have to say something, which is that Rocky had to go in a fucking volcano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Adam's just like, got it. It's no problem. It's just right no, here. No, <laughs> listen. He had to get made fun of a bunch by a weird old man who kept pointing out his like deep insecurities about being a frog-themed hero. Right. Uh, it glows green that's because... Equal, that's equal in stress to enter an active volcano. Are cool, by the way, No, Adam. I agree, but Adam clearly has trauma about it. I know, yeah. and he's got to yeah. chill out. Frogs are cool. <laughs> Listen, you don't know. Maybe he had a really bad experience with a frog once, and it's left him scarred. Yeah, like Billy with fish. Yeah. Uh, worth noting that much like Rocky got a blue triangle when he... Went back through the time thingy. Uh, Adam gets a green rectangle in lightning. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. His, he's he's going to be the green rectangle ranger. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just pointing out how ridiculous that sounds. Well, they, they call him Zeo Ranger 4. Yeah, they have numbers That's for some also reason. not super exciting. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the numbers have to do with how many sides their shape has. Oh. Okay, that actually does make it, we like it a little more. <laughs> yeah, because like Zero Ranger 1 is a circle. Zero Ranger 2 is two circles. Zero Ranger 3 is a triangle. Zero oh, Ranger 4 man. is a square. And Zero Ranger okay. 5 is a star. It's a star. Okay, well, actually, super, well, okay, other than the fact that a star... Stars definitely is, don't have well, five it's, sides. It's, it's points, but <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, that, it bothers me that they break the pattern so badly. They're like, I'll give them two circles for two because it's really hard to do a two-sided shape. Yeah, but like they should have just—it should have just been a pentagon. <laughs> but stars but look do, cooler. To be fair, stars do look cool. <laughs> but I like—I—I uh, yeah. I did not know that. That is cool. So I forgot that almost ev- 
that everyone except the girls basically changes their color. Like, which I I remembered that Tommy went from white to red, but I forgot everybody else. Some of them would have had to because of the right. difference in colors. Yeah. I mean, they, they in fairness, they could have just inverted Cat and Tanya and it would have been everybody got a new color. That'd have been fun. Yeah, except that would have required an amount of forethought that they don't put into this shit. (laughs) And and I will say, like, um, uh, green and black uh, on Sentai Ranger teams tend to be the same, like... Yeah, yeah, they tend to be the same spot of a team. Yeah, that's true. Um, So he he grabs this, he thanks Kyogi, uh, and then he teleports away (laughs) in full view of, of Kyogi. Who is also a magical person, so it's fine. Right, but he does say, like, people come and go so quickly around here, which <laughs> I... I, like, he is I really less... like that his response to this is just a mild taken aback of, huh, wasn't expecting him to do that, oh well. I, yeah, I do like that, because in the last episode, everyone was like, holy fuck, where did that kid go? <laughs> well, and to be fair, that's the correct reaction to something right. like that happening, unless you're magical. So, uh... We cut to Zed and Rita, who are like, uh, Rita's like, ha, they squashed your spider. Um, and then Zed's like, it does whatever. The kid found another Zeo crystal piece, so that's the bad I, like, part. I haven't been watching, so I, I don't know how I know this, but yeah, that happened. Because, <laughs> like, um, seriously, they're, like, just chatting. He is not using Zedovision. No, he has then, an app. He has an app that tells him when Zeo crystals have been taken. <laughs> we've, we've seen him like Zedovision into the past before. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh shit! You're right. Actually, yeah. he has done that. So Rita's like, well, next time they won't be so lucky. And next Zed's time the lu- Rugrat Rangers won't be so lucky. Yes, Rugrat Rangers is good. I mean, Tommy Pickles is the leader, and Tommy is the leader <laughs> of the Power Rangers. So. Also, Pickles are green, and Tommy used to be green. It's uh, true. There's so many so connections. Someone, so someone else finished the uh, the the description of the episode while I Google Rugrats Power Rangers to see if there's any. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, no. So Rocky is in the command center now for some reason. Adam teleports in, and they have a really dorky like high five over the fact that they both succeeded in their quest. And uh, yeah, we both did it real quick. Suck it, Tommy. Well, yeah, and Billy's just like, yeah, none of the others have shown up yet. They could be dead for all we know. Maybe we should, like, not be so chill about this. Yeah. And uh, then he makes a terrible joke and says that his uh, his device had a bug problem, but he he and the Alien Rangers solved it. And That's good. And then he says that they're at the car wash. Yeah, and they play it like a big joke in that everyone goes like, or they look at him and he's like, don't ask. And it's like, no, they went to get water, like, because they needed to live. It's not, <laughs> I don't understand. That that sure is Angelica Pickles dressed like Rita Repulsa. I, that you I mean, that's that. the obvious place you go with that. Like, I would be angry if they hadn't done that. Chucky's like the Blue Ranger. Uh, Lil is pink. Uh, um, Dill is red. Tommy is green. Um, the, Susie is yellow, and Phil is black. There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. See, all I their wouldn't names. have thought to go with Dill because he was after my time. There you go. Like I don't know shit about Dill. I I don't really either. I so remember he was in the he, first movie. He's, but... he's a dumb baby. That's his whole thing. Is that he doesn't he doesn't talk yet and just sucks on everything. Wasn't there like yet another one that they added later yeah, on? Um, like Kimmy, like Chucky got an adopted sister or some shit. Yeah, yeah Kimmy, and she's um also an all grown up and whatever. 
All grown Rugrats. up was a very good show. So, All grown up, you mean? All grown up, yep. Uh, yeah, so right. at this point, we cut back for the last uh, Goldar. And you know, I was about to jokingly suggest we do a bonus episode about Rugrats, but we totally we already, already did done that. that yes. We already have. I, 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 I like how they, they like where are the alien ranges. Billy's like at the car wash, and the kids are like without a car, and he and Billy's like don't ask. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> they said the without a car part. Yeah, uh, car wash. Yep. Whoa, whoa, Looking whoa. at the car wash, yeah. So we cut to uh, Rito and Goldar, and they think they see the command center, and they run out, run to the end of the tunnel. Yeah, because the they're... command center is known for its natural lighting. Yeah, and they yeah, come that's out. Really dumb. They come out <laughs> back where they started. Oh boy! It yeah. took them three or four I... episodes to get here. I know, I know Lexi doesn't want us to double back on things, but there's something that Rito says just before they exit the cave that raises so many questions. Oh. He says he has to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, no, we cannot <laughs> skip over that because, holy, well, okay, so we did see that he can, in theory, eat popcorn. It was very clear the costume couldn't make that effective. He was doing the Muppet thing of yeah. putting food and, in the yeah, mouth and, and also it falling he creates, out. Uh, he creates body odor somehow. That is well established. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So yeah. So somehow he, despite ostensibly being a big, big old skeleton, he uh, he has a lot of biological functions. I mean, so he, so at this point, he's an alien that has an exoskeleton that looks like a human endoskeleton. It looks which like is half fucked. a human endoskeleton, yeah. half an army man. Yeah, which is fucking weird, and which I don't get it. Which is even weirder somehow. Yeah. Well, the army man thing might be a tattoo. Oh, it's a yeah, bone I mean, tattoo. I guess, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe he really, like, maybe he, when he decided he was going to come visit Rita on the moon, he looked up like, greatest villains on Earth and found the U.S. military and was like, oh, hey, perfect. <laughs> so, I by the it. way, uh, Boom! Got him. You you said bone tattoo, Emily, and I want you to know that my whole body involuntarily shuddered because of how <laughs> oh, fucking... right. That was your skeleton trying to get out and get itself a rad tat. Oh god, that <laughs> sounds so unpleasant. Um. So, so I, hey, quick question: if if bone tattoos were a thing, what would you get tattooed on your bones? Uh, flames. You know, I would like, get I would get a, a I would get the entire skeleton tattooed with a drawing of the skeleton. <laughs> Great. Dude. I would, like just, I would get, just God, do a smaller just smaller drawing of each bone on the bone. <laughs> I, I would I would do what, what Rito has so instead of the other half one half being camo, it would be like tie dye colors. That'd be cool. Um so I wanted to point uh, out Mike, really Mike, quickly. What is your answer? No, you, you took it. I was gonna. I was gonna get us uh, another slightly smaller skeleton. Oh my god! <laughs> tattooed under my skeleton. Both of you assholes. <laughs> I, I, that's such a good idea, and I'm so glad we both came to it. And then we get the blooper reel with the. It shows a lot of the tengas like enjoying their bath, and one pulls out a giant comical comb and starts like combing their feathers. And one of them also has fucking a bar of soap. Like we also get. We also get more scenes of the uh, two alien rangers that were helping Billy just making weird face t- twitches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but need. I don't understand where <laughs> the soap came from. Uh, like, also... You don't worry. Well, I mean, it's it's from it's from Hammerspace, the same place that the comb came from. There is also... <laughs> I have to point this out. There is a shot of a Tenga, like, putting its 
leg all the way up in the air like a flash dance type right, thing. Right, yeah, it, it stick the leggy out. Right, yeah. so that he can clean his taint. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, you Lexi. <laughs> thank you for that. For that. <laughs> it's just, it's so really clean bizarre. clean his taint. Beautiful. It's, it's very weird. I, I just I mean, wanted I don't to point know if out. It's we don't get to see it. <laughs> I guess he's just like, what the wet, fuck? Wet and soapy tangataint is uh, exactly what we needed on this show. Eric, please make the title of this episode Wet and Soapy Tangataint. Uh, yeah, probably. Yes, please. Please. <laughs> anyway, it's completely unsurprising that the um, people that they hire to do uh, ex- extensive martial arts in bulky mascot costumes is capable of lifting his leg well above his or her No, I just head. didn't know why they did that. But yes, that's true. I'm not surprised they can. Uh, but yeah, that's the episode. It's pretty bad. I'm really ready for Zio, you guys. Yeah, God, like, I mean, yeah, this is... I Zio's can't believe I decided really to make this garbage my legacy. <laughs> Your legacy... I'm sorry. I oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, never be sorry for trying to say my name. I just... Aww. I want to say something, which is that I did this Google for Power Rangers uh, Rugrats, and I've, I've now found hot, grown-up Chucky Finster, and I'm very upset about it. Oh, no. <laughs> you deserve it, Zach. Yeah. Let's be real. Chucky Finster? I, I want to be the judge of this. Okay, Shit. but I after this, please let's... Just, let's Let's Please DM this. it to Emily so I don't have to see it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh yeah, so I'm I'm very ready for for fucking uh Zio, because this stuff is I mean I'm Boy, liking I, the... I, let me put it this way. If I didn't if Zio wasn't already an extant thing that I have had multiple people tell me is good, I wouldn't be ready for Zio because so far the Zio quest is setting up for a real fucking garbage dump of a show i mean mike pointed this out but like the stuff with the alien rangers in the costumes is the good part and everything else around it is just not great unfortunately i mean i like just the alien rangers in general i yeah and listen i know i know this is a contentious opinion (laughs) i thought the stuff with the car wash was funny i enjoyed i thought it was too (laughs) so there you go uh so yeah i mean I don't know. Le- Lexi, what do you, what, how do we do this? I forget how we end the podcast. Uh, so, I mean, we're running pretty long. Otherwise, I'd ask if we have questions. Yeah, we've um, got some, but I know we're on okay, a timetable. Yeah, let's, let's do those maybe next week. Yeah. Um, but if you do, if you have questions and you want us to find time to answer them someday, because I feel like we've been skipping that segment a lot lately, uh, um, you can, you can send them to us. You can email really Zach at teenswithtude at gmail.com. You can uh, tweet at Zach at Teens with Tude on Twitter, or you can tweet at me at Tabletop Gamera, um, or you can post on our Facebook group, Teenagers with Attitude. Yep, yeah. you should do that. And oh, I, I do want to plug one more thing. So we've mentioned before, uh, there is an Audio Entropy Discord. Uh, the link to it is uh, in the pinned tweet on the Twitter, at Audio Entropy uh, on Twitter, Uh, Head on over to that Discord. It's a fun time. There's channels for most of the shows on the network. And also, we have added uh, a channel we're calling our Billboard Space. 
for folks to share things that they're working on. If you've got your own podcast, if you've got a YouTube channel, if you've just got something you want us to check out, like, post it there. It's pretty cool. I just saw that. I logged on to Discord for the first time in ages today, and I just saw that, and I really like that because... I mean, this network was born out of just a bunch of us friends independently making stuff and be like, hey, you know, we're always talking about each other's projects. Let's actually, like, combine forces here. And I really like to keep that spirit of just sharing creative endeavors alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking Um, of... Share your stuff. Check out some stuff the the other folks made. Yeah. Also, if you want to... And if you also want to see other stuff that we made uh go to audioentropy.com we've got tons of podcasts we've got some video stuff we've got uh god what else oh i wrote a blog post at one point i might do more of that someday yeah there you go yeah uh check out uh in the garbage dump basho and tell which our friend frankie and our editor eric do where they talk about sumo wrestling um and also uh my personal favorite show on the network right now mcu complete me which is uh, Crystal and Luke going through the MCU. She she likes the MCU, he doesn't, and they've got to the first seven movies, they're all the way through Iron Man 3, and they've both kind of agreed on every movie so yeah, far. It's, it's, really it's interesting, they're coming at the films with very different perspectives and kind of meeting each other in the middle. Like, if you've ever wanted to, if you've ever wanted to see a, like, internet argument about the quality of a popular media thing play out the way it in theory should where like both sides learn a bit and come to a amicable conclusion this show is somehow it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it's weird like every episode is somehow crystal convinces luke that a movie is better than he thought it was and luke convinces crystal that the movie's not as good as she thought it was and they just kind of both give it the same letter grade yeah. Now, now they keep insisting. They keep insisting that that all of that's going to go off the rails when they get to Thor two. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Crystal is yeah, like, it's, it's a very it. it's a very good podcast about some movies that you've statistically already seen. Yeah. Um, and also, real quick, honestly, just, it's the only Marvel discourse I'll tolerate anymore. <laughs> I wanted to quickly rem- uh, remember remember to thank Eric, our editor, and Mitch for our theme song. There you go. I, I I can't believe you're still not thanking me for my role in our theme song, Lexi. Lexi thank you for for helping our to make our theme song what it is today. Lexi, also, thank also you so much. Our web page, and yes. because it's amazing. I just I love the way you over enunciate Battleborgs. It makes me happy every time. <laughs> oh, you mean Battleborgs? <laughs> Battleborgs. Yeah, mm. it's great. Uh, and also, Lexi, thank you for hosting this very bad show. <laughs> Okay, now hold on. The very bad show is the one we talk about. Oh, yes. No, sorry. This show is great, and everyone loves it. But the show we talk especially about... Especially me. Yeah, everyone loves Lex. No, oh, uh, yes, that is also true. I meant especially you can, you I like... You can tell it's great. Podcast. It's a great podcast because the host gets incredibly angry at us. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, please please stay tuned. Um, I, I assume if you're this far in, you like the complete mess that this always devolves into immediately. Um, but if you don't, I mean, it will become a different mess in a few episodes. So just stick yeah. with us. I mean, I'll, I'll um, say I this. wasn't going to say that it's it runs better under Zach. It's just a different flow. <laughs> also, how many uh, how, how many episodes of uh, Alien Rangers do we actually have left? That, at this there's point? three more, which is the thing I was going to say really quickly before we stop. Which is like, I'm there are fun things in these, but like, <laughs> I'm so fucking ready for Zio. 
And we can't just skip three episodes or because at this point it would be ridiculous to do so. Um, so please just hang oh, in there no, for a couple more weeks. We have yeah, to we finish have to this. We have to finish it sure. now. So just, I mean, just I, I'm still there. of the belief that we can skip whatever we feel we need to. Um <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. When we get to Turbo, we'll definitely have to have an off mic conversation. So no, no, Mike should definitely be a part of that discussion. God damn it! Anyway, I will never stop making that joke. By the way, we're almost we're almost to Zio, and I I have I have to believe it gets better, given that I I think it was uh, um, Simon's like number two when he ranked all the seasons. So hopefully it's. It yeah, we, we might have mentioned this uh, on air. I don't remember. Emily and I both watched a little bit ahead on Zio, and it is it's so much better than this. That's good. it's so much better than this. God, right. how much? I wonder how much of the airtime of this two-hour podcast we spend just apologizing for things. It's, <laughs> it's more than be we a, should. It's going to be a lot for the next couple too. So <laughs> there you go. Just fun preview. So, yeah, for more apologies, stay tuned to Teenage with Attitude. And until then, I've been Lexi. Mike. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, we, did we actually? Oh, we actually got a sign-off order. <laughs> I threw oh, shit. everyone off I wasn't by expecting actually that. doing my job properly <laughs> I'm so, for once. I'm so happy it yeah, wasn't me this yeah. time. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Let me try again. I'm Templeton. No, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Emily. I don't remember any other characters from the uh, I'm Zach. I didn't do it because I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mike, I am going to need you to sing the food song after this, but uh, before you do that, stay wet, y'all. A fair is a veritable smorgasbord, orgasbord, orgasbord, after the gates have shut. Perfect, thank you. Stay wet, y'all. Motherfucker, you didn't think I'd do it. <laughs>